All right. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to a mm. very smooth transition edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15. <laughs> we're here mm. with my good friend, Zareth, and we're, oh, good Lord, here to talk about a lot tonight. How's it going, guys? Or, God, how's it going, Zareth? Is that, is that like a new fat joke? Like you just call, <laughs> call me by the plural? <laughs> well, you know, COVID hit and then uh, things happened. Yeah, um, the, the COVID-19. <laughs> I've, I've always loved that. Well, always for, for like the couple, last couple months I've known about. People call it, yeah. you know, you gain eight, 19 pounds, the COVID-19. Anyways, yeah, wow. I was sorry about the transition. I was I was a little too into my popsicle. So we're good now. Yeah, uh, it happens. It happens to the best of us, really. <laughs> um, but with that said, there's a crap ton to talk about tonight. If you, if you didn't notice... Um, yeah, well, we were expecting it. Like last time, I think we were a little bit complaining about like, can we actually get some news, CG? Can you actually address any of this stuff? And they were like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's all the news. Um, oh. So why don't we just why don't we just get kick started into it? Uh, the Tuscans got an Omicron. <laughs> okay. Oh, next. <laughs> um, it I, looks we, okay, actually. It does, but so I, th- I think it was Calvin. I could be wrong. It was somebody that said it of um, it, it's in the weirdest place because all the people that can use it have a big enough roster that they don't want to use it. And all the people that want to use it don't have a big enough roster to actually use it. Um, I've said that too. I think Calvin, you're quoting Calvin for sure though. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's the it's one of those it's it's very similar to the uh well i guess wampa is a little different but like i i don't get to use wampa now anyways like no one sets a uh team on defense that i can use a wampa on unless i can use anything else on it too they're like oh hey i'm gonna put some hot garbage down feel free to use wampa if you want yeah you know but um i don't i don't get to use wampa that often so in a way it's similar but but yeah it's like unless they increase the number of teams that we can play like I, I don't know at what point i would actually use tuscans even if i had them all geared up right and they just seem like a timeout team like that's that's all it is it's hey look we keep we keep coming back um right until you send in bounty hunters and just remove right. them you know <laughs> right yeah um yeah. so that actually let's already veer off into the wild wild west uh because something you you brought up was something i was talking about earlier in in terms of wampa where you're going to have something to wampa in 3v3 that's just you know the way it kind of goes but wampa is both more valuable and less valuable at the same time in 3v3 because it's only an extra two banners now so instead of getting three extra banners because he was getting a 68 instead of a 65, he's going to be getting a 56 instead of a 54 now. Which, don't get me wrong, still good. But it's less, it's almost like it's less threatening to me at this point. That's fair. Um, you're right. I, I mean, well, it just represents the destruction of one fifteenth of the board from now on. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like the uh, 
Finfin post-social contract. It's like, okay, here's a team that can get Wampud. Yep, just one team. Yep, just throw it out there. The one thing that it probably does do is keep Sith Eternal off defense for everybody. Keeps what Wampa off defense? Yeah. No, keep Sith Eternal off defense. Wampa keeps oh. Sith Eternal off defense. I mean, if you throw Malak in on it with with Sith Eternal, then that's you're probably safe against Wampa. True. True. Um, but yeah, like Wampa seems like much less of a threat. Like, a with 15 teams, you're never gonna make a Wampa proof board. Um right. or you can, but you know. Is it smart to do it? But um, B, it's just, it's less of, it's almost how Supreme Leader Kylo's sides all dying is less of a threat because there's less overall banners. So you're only losing six banners instead of uh, 12. So it's the same idea, just in reverse, which I, I was thinking about that today. And I was like, oh, maybe it's not so bad that I don't have Wampa. Oh, it's just still pretty bad solo. It's not really okay, <laughs> but um, no. Uh, I mean, in a way, you're right, though. So if they expand the board, which I don't think they will anytime too soon, but I think it they have to eventually. Like this is yeah, like yeah. to have a go- a strong enough defense to actually be consequential at, at the level that we're at. I'm gonna have to put some. I'm gonna have to be truly uncomfortable with how many teams I'm putting on defense. Because, because uh, I mean, we're going to have. Oh, hold on, just, a just sec. Thank you, gig. <laughs> what what just happened? Oh, gig happened. It's good to see you back and feeling better, gig. Wow, he's, he's in the top one hundred. He finished top one hundred this season. Wow, um, gig, twenty five gifted subs. <laughs> Thank you so much, gig. Um. Oof. Yeah. But so it, oh God, <laughs> uh, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting one uh, or three V three season, because like you said, you can't put GLs on defense. I, I mean, not, not, you can't put like five GLs on defense. Cause it, that just means that you're not going to clear their board. Um, but what do you right. do? You know, how do you set the hard defense? Because I came up with 10 defense teams that, because we have to place 15. So today I came up with 10, and then I figured the other five are just going to rotate. Um, sure. But the 10 aren't like, I mean, they're good. They're good, but they're not amazing, you know? So, like, the other five have to be. How, how much stronger? God, I should have turned off the sounds on this. Um, <laughs> but like it, you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be really weird this first week of three v three. Oh, undoubtedly it will be. Um, I mean, I, I saw you sa- said this in the chat as well, so this isn't just uh, me. This isn't uh, me trying to copy you, but I mean, I, I've said I've said very similar. Like week number, week one is going to look, or really week two is going to look way different than week one because yes, week one is going to be a pale imitation of our last three v three stuff. Like everyone's going to be putting the same stuff down. Like the GG Newt will, you know, 
or sorry, GL Newt is going to be on there. There's going to be, you know, all, all the old builds. And then there's going to be like, oh, hey, I have talent. Let's just strap her to some random Sith, you know? <laughs> right. And, you know, and Kyle Katarn will be like, some of the people will be trying to force Kyle Katarn with Mon Mothma and stuff. Um, so we'll see like the new stuff, but not expertly, not expertly integrated. Yeah. And then week two, we're all going to learn from our shenanigans, our collective shenanigans, right. and uh, you know, it's going to be epic. Uh, well, you know what they say of necessity is the mother of invention, and that's how a lot of these teams form, right? Most of these teams form to counter something else, whether it be mm. to counter what people use on offense or to counter what people use on defense. That's how a lot of the teams form. It's not like they just magically were created before the season started. And it's been so long that we haven't had any necessity to think of three V three teams. Oh uh, yeah. You're, you're very correct. Like I've looked forward to three V three, but <clears throat> that doesn't mean, that doesn't really mean anything actually. Um, like I, I haven't, it, it takes <laughs> too much brain power too much. And not to mention uh, even though they there were signs and you know I, I was pretty sure 3v3 is coming back um there, it was radio silence about 3v3 for months and months and I just didn't have the time to devote or, or the mental energy to devote to something that might actually for real just not exist ever again right right yes absolutely well, um because because like in territory wars you know how they were doing all the weird like stuff the you know like here's the themes here's the cool right. you know like they're not cool but you know clones are overpowered now before clones were actually good or you know mace windu was really <laughs> right. good now before mace windu was actually good um so all, all this stuff um it just like vanished overnight they didn't even like really maybe they mentioned it or something but it was just like went from cool like as they saw, saw it cool themes to just territory wars straight up yeah right and god so, so happy that it just went back to territory wars straight up oh I yeah i couldn't deal with another war where everybody placed clones on both front walls and it's like Oh, we we cleared five. Yes. And the other person's like, oh man, we only cleared four. <laughs> yeah, it just like broke my mind. I swear. <laughs> that was that was so tough, like almost traumatic. Just like I, I remember once, yeah, they made Mace really good. And we all so I was like, I discovered that all you really needed to get him up to like gear 10 or 11 or something was like one droid collar. So I said it in the in our chat, like half our guild just went through, got like got gear ten onto Mace, yeah, and and then we just held the front zone with Mace and we won because because of that. We're like, yay, gear ten Mace, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, oh, God, oh thank God those days are dead. Um, yes, and may they never return. Anyway, let's get let's. <clears throat> I have led us astray enough. Let's. Let's get back because there really is a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah. Um, so, though, while we're speaking of 3v3, one of the announcements we did get this week is um, Starkiller and Gideon were fixed for 3v3, their, their leaderships. And basically what they did is they said, use any of the two 
any two of the five requirements in the leadership and the lead will count. So it's a very, very easy way to deal with it for CG. They just said, yeah, if you have two of the requirements on the sides, we're good. And so, yeah. I mean, I have no problem with that. It makes it easier to kind of figure out and plan. What are your What are your opinions on how they fixed those two? I'm good with it. Honestly, like I... I was just annoyed that they didn't have any provisions for it. I, I mean, the Gideon one doesn't seem broken. Maybe, maybe I'll have a sing a different tune once I'm actually facing in threes because it, maybe it is just really amazing. But uh, Star Killers, Star Killer is going to be more relevant actually in three v three in some ways at least, just because he's still making his whole team like all three of them way better, like just remarkably better. He's going to be super relevant. Um, I like it though. I I think. Yeah. We didn't need anything elaborate. I had I had speculated that we were going to have to have like a light side and a dark side. I'm glad they didn't do that though. That's, yeah, um, yeah, agree. Nicer this way. Um, I do think Gideon's is going to be good though. Um, I think Gideon is our way to take out Qui Gon Jinn teams. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that works because if Anakin just one shots everyone, he can't. If you use dark, he can't. So I, te- I actually tested it in um, – well, I, I couldn't test the team because obviously it's not an Omicron. But I tested uh, – because what you what you would need to do is Gideon removes turn meter, which calls his two side friends to assist. And if you have dark, his animation is so slow that you can do, like, dark and shore trooper. And shore will remove the foresight. And then Dark Trooper will hit Qui-Gon and kill him. Anakin goes. Dark stays alive. He just loses one stack. And the other two revive. And then you kill Anakin. Hmm. Well, if it works that way, then great. Um, Yeah, I'm good with that. That's that's how how it happens. Though I can guarantee you the killing Qui-Gon part and that dark doesn't die. (laughs) The revives, we'll see, we'll see if the kit is bugged. Right. Well, I guess my my real question is do we want because it it was very effective, frankly, to have Veers, Dark, and Piet. Like they were we were killing a lot of stuff at the end of last 3v3. And because we were killing so much stuff, I'm reluctant to change the make components at, like out. I'm, sure. I'm, I don't really want to swap out like that. That team seems like it's already not, not set in stone exactly, but it's already like settled. That's like, a, oh, hey, we, we're doing this. But at the same time, yeah. like uh, may, maybe this is a better option. I've, well, uh, I, uh, you know, uh, the real question is otherwise, how do you kill Qui-Gon? Um, Use your own quag. I don't know. <laughs> like that's you know, because uh, th- there were two, there were two big problems that I wanted to solve going into this, going into this Qui Gon and um, Jedi Master Kenobi. Jedi Master Kenobi is solved. Like holy crap! Every team I tested, I got a win with immediately. Um, but Qui Gon, Qui Gon is kind of scary to me because a lot of people are going to place Qui-Gon Anakin cam. 
I don't see why you wouldn't. That seems like a fantastic team on defense, actually. Right. Like, like a team that if you don't have some solution, like, like maybe this Gideon one or something, if you don't have a solution, yeah. that's that's one that you use one of your get out of jail free cards, a.k.a. a Galactic Legend. Right. Uh, because the other option I thought for Qui-Gon is something with Thrawn where you just fracture Anakin, but then you're basically using Gideon Thrawn and then you need a damage dealer. Like Stormtrooper. <laughs> um, I'm being somewhat facetious, but honestly, that that might end up being a viable solution, actually, just to take the Thridian team. Yeah. Because if you can get the... I mean, it could. If you get the fracture, like, you can... Because of Gideon's uh, turn meter interactions, like, you could, you could keep Thrawn in fracture for a really long time. I guess the question is, could you... Could you withstand the wrath of Cam and Qui-Gon? Probably not. Right, yeah. I, I think, quite frankly... Well, Qui-Gon might not one-shot you, but I think Cam. <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite frankly, you don't think? <laughs> quite frankly, yeah. But so that's my that team's honestly my biggest worry. I also was thinking about uh, Newt Django B1 as well for Qui-Gon. Like taking them on offense instead of defense because... Django yeah, can one-shot mm-hmm. Qui-Gon, Newt will revive, Django will still be in damage immunity, and B1 will just lose eight stacks. Right. Well, yeah, they'll all they'll all revive each other. Or or like you said, like they'll yeah. yeah. So I, I just don't know. I don't know if after that Anakin AoE, like and then Cam, you'll get a free turn where Cam won't kill somebody then what happens after that like that's with with that new team that's what i don't know yeah well that's the question like you you would think that those three could wrestle down kiati monday yeah I, I i truly think you would be able to um i just don't know because obviously we haven't run into it and we can't test it yet so yeah, uh, well, so I'll, I'll just express it here right now about my like 3v3. The reason I love 3v3, which I don't know if I'm going to love this version because there's so many teams that we have now um, that it's just going to change the landscape a ton. And there's going to be whole swaths of our roster that go remain that remain unused. Uh, but at its core, the reason I love 3v3 is just there's so much potential for under like just seeing those little kit interactions are like, yeah. I, I just love seeing small parts of kits actually being used. And I, I don't even have a wonderful grasp of every little nuanced thing that all the kits do. I don't, I, I think I have a better grasp than a lot of people. And that's probably why I've won a lot more in three V three, but, but that that's like, they, everything is escalated to a huge degree. Uh, just because you're like oh i never realized how important so-and-so is like i didn't realize that you needed a tank on that team like oh man they they took a lot more aggro than i ever realized or or like man having you know not having stealth from such such and such character is a big deal like yeah and so yeah you know, 3v3 just escalates everything and magnifies everything. And like, that's where you, this is the game mode that I've always learned the most about kits, frankly. Fair, fair. I think this is the game mode that people are going to learn why Storm is better 
than Shore with Aiden. Yeah, I um, think you're right. And, uh, you know, uh, things we learn here translate into 5v5. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. maybe not everything. Like, Newt Django B1, not good in 5v5 if you add two into it. Um, well, but you you realize how just how valuable, valuable B1 is. Yeah. right. Right. You know, and, and that interaction and Newt, like just how dominant he can be in the right situation. Like you, you learn, you learn things, but you're right. Like that, that, that team is absolutely not translatable. To five five. Right. Um, so it's going to be, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's uh, so much, so much to talk about 3v3 and I'm trying, there's just no way we're going to ignore it. I was trying in my head, when we came into the po- the podcast, I was like, "All right, let's not talk too much about three v three because we're going to have the Gambit Roundtable Friday." Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, three v three teams are going to be a big focus of the Gambit podcast uh, or the Gambit Roundtable. Oh, they will um, be. But it's just it's possible not to talk about it because five v five is dead at least for the next six weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I'll just express. It. So this is kind of sad, like. I used to be like, okay, if we get through 5v5 and I, you know, I was okay at it, do okay. But, you know, I'm not in a big guild, so it's harder for me to keep up with the GL interaction. So finally get off my ass and learn all the Galactic Legend counters. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at them, but I'm good enough now that I got, I got a fairly high ranking, did really well last season and stuff. And I'm finally like, all right, I feel very confident playing 5v5. Like I've, I'm, I'm finally, I don't know, arrived is totally dramatic and not the right word but like i've i've done i i've done the work for it and now i'm good at it again like i feel like i'm just like yes all right we're gonna we're really gonna keep kicking some some ass and now it's being taken away from me and when i come back it's gonna probably look different so damn it all uh yeah <laughs> that's it's funny it's true though because grand inquisitor is coming Amalgus won't be here for the next 5v5, but he'll be coming around the corner. Um, True. And who knows, by then we might get a GL announcement too. Gosh. Uh, You have to think. You have to think that we at least get a new, like, Galactic Legend ship, kind of. Like, you you know, like, like Executor is a Galactic Legend ship, for instance. It's the Galactic Legend ship. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, we we need to get something. Um, because well, I, I'm just I'm just here putting R7 on everything, and I got to be honest with you, it's kind of boring. Well, yeah, I've That's... I've noticed my my fear of, of of opponents has gone has continued to decrease as my my stacks of relic five or relic seven have, have <laughs> gone up though because right. <laughs> it's like oh you used to be relic two now you're relic seven and now I don't have to worry about armor getting one shot by things wonderful yeah yeah. Yet eventually seven will be the new relic five, which will be, which is like the new relic three or something. You know, just it's just this <laughs> right. ridiculous escalation. But yes, well, there's now people with like fifteen R nine. So what the hell are you doing with all them? And then the answer is beating me. Um, <laughs> right. That's, oh man, that's what that answer is. Um, yeah. They're they're denying me the use of certain counters <laughs> right. because of their crazy relics. Yeah. <laughs> You have four R9s on one team? What the hell? Yeah. Well, uh, 
what was what's that i was saying like 3v3 now it's it's like it, it's like this weird situation of now i can you know now now i don't have this huge uh roster disparity against the huge uh you know the krakens yeah. of, of the world because they can only use a limited chunk of their roster i can use limited chunk and the and the the amount of the roster that we're both using are both going to contain you know a, a greater preponderance of relic seven and higher but at the same time when i face someone is it's now going to be uh, like now it's going to be that instead of complaining about man every single squad is relic seven it's going to be every single squad is relic eight or higher so <laughs> yeah yep it's brutal man yeah yes uh um all right speaking speaking of brutal um we got the fifth the fifth brother he is the fifth inquisitor announced and the fifth brother as well um before we get into talking with that fisk welcome thank you i hope the stream went well uh thank oh. you for the raid Thanks, um, but yeah so we got the fifth brother we have a we have so much to talk about we're not i don't think we should go through it ability by ability but well, that's fine the one thing that we should say is um he gets purge out <laughs> like, he throws purge out into the air i think i think the fifth brother is going to be important in the team we're eventually we're going to have six inquisitors um yeah and so somebody's getting left out. I don't think Fifth Brother is the one that's getting left out. If you had to guess right now, who? Probably second. That's what I was going to say, too. Which but, is which is like, okay, well, we had to gear her for a ship anyway. So Yeah, but I, I mean, that, that entire opinion could change when we see Grand Inquisitor's kit. And oh, you know, all of a sudden, Second Sister has like the greatest synergy. Well, um, well like, so... Like ninth sister is the only tank right now. Maybe Grand Inquisitor yeah. will be a tank too, and ninth will be rele you know relegated to yeah uh, you know Lord Vader teams, which is actually I would yay. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I'd, I'd be super happy. Um, but but like all of them have have you know like have like seven sister does some really cool stuff as well. Um, yeah. you know she's fast and uh yeah the they're all they all seem like they have a really good role except set, second sister consistently i'm just like man what like do something yeah i don't know she's not like terrible but she's you know she's relic five hey she's relic five for her ship <laughs> and she'll have 60 mods before any of the others so yeah great. i um i'm really counting on seven though it's funny fifth fifth is great but it i'm really counting on seven eight and nine and three v three as a team um until grand inquisitor comes and then obviously things change but because seven you know one of the things i learned doing these unlock events uh, is seven is really fun basically assisting every damn turn um and you know she might not hit hard but when you assist every turn for 20 to 25k those those numbers add up um you know also, one one round around one time around the horn and she's done over 100k in damage uh, well i keep thinking of her just in terms of um like uh what like i 
this week I faced someone who played, it was Tarkin lead, uh, and then a couple Inquisitors, two or three Inquisitors, I forget. Um, and they were all reliced and everything. And so I was like, okay, I'll throw, you know, talk to Blade Baca about it. He's like, yeah, I think that works. So, you know, I threw, I was pretty sure anyway. So I threw Wampa in and immediately Seventh Sister just jumps out and uh, does an undispellable ability block and daze on Wampa. And luckily, like, there was it was a Tarkin lead, so it doesn't give extra damage, and like Wampa barely escaped. They got into yellow though, yeah, because he got he was dazed, so he can't hit back. He was ability blocked, so he couldn't do his icebreaker right away, even when he did get a turn. So they got they got a bunch of turns of wailing on him until he finally just shut him up with his claws. But <laughs> oh, it's fun when that happens. Yeah, uh... but you have to think that the an Inquisitor squad, even in three v three, probably with with seven in it, probably shuts Womp, that Wampa counter down at least. Yeah, very well could. Um, Inquisitors are one of those teams that I plan on keeping on offense in three v three, and just kind of mixing matching based on whatever team I have to kill. That's right. You know. Um, that's that's kind of my plan with them. I'm not going to plan on definitely using them, but if somebody places Shakti in the clones, why wouldn't I? Well, I don't have a seven star fifth brother, but eventually, why wouldn't I take fifth brother on that team? You know, and right. so I think they're the ultimate mix and match. Um, I don't think they're going to do anything on defense though. Just you know, Trey is going to beat them and. God knows what else will beat him. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I I have no idea. I mean, that's the other thing about threes, though. Is like everything has a pretty solid counter. I think, and like, I don't know. And if it doesn't, then I guess you throw it on defense and force a GL count to counter it. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So real quick about fifth brother. I think the most interesting part about Fifth Brother is the unique, which is not an Omicron. Um, and it's uh, Fifth Brother has 100% counter chance and recover 5% health and protection whenever an enemy attacks out of turn. Uh, lots of teams, lots of teams attack out of turn to keep Fifth Brother alive. Um, is it enough to, to fight Aiden? I'm guessing not. Probably not, because she has the healing immunity on her opening. It's true. Uh, like, that's that's how Barris dies. Um, but who knows? <laughs> Maybe in 3v3 it's enough, because they're not doing as much damage. <laughs> I thought Barris died to... Um, uh, what? What's the quote in episode three? This is how democracy dies. To, <laughs> yeah. Like thunderous Matt, applause. Thunderous applause. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's how Barris dies too. I'm always like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? That was my Barris, but that was still pretty neat because she's always been annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn traitor! Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So uh, we have the fifth brother. He's out. He actually looks like he's going to be good in the team. Um, we're going to have to learn how to use these teams, which we'll talk about later, unfortunately. But CG, we're not done at announcing kits for Fifth Brother because along came the uh, Conquest character announcement of Darth Malgus. Yeah. And he 
is absurd. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Do we know what his stats look like yet? Uh, is we he, do. he? He must be we in the. Do. How how is his health pool to start? Like, what what's his health pool look like? Because that's health is at. Um, hold on, I actually have it. I have a comparison of both seven and nine, um, so that you know you can see it both ways. So at seven, it's seventy two k protection, sixty seven k health. At R nine, it's eighty two eighty three k health and ninety five k. Oh, he's a tank, so he's gonna gain a yeah. So so instant relic nine. If if you're yeah. in, you know, if you've got if you're if you play with relic nines at all, I guess like <laughs> right, yeah. Well, yeah, he uh, and he's I, fast. He's well fast for a tank. He's one hundred and sixty two base speed, okay. which it's it's gonna be fairly easy to get him up to like three hundred speed. Well, he gives gives his team speed. His... Well, yeah, not even including that. Um, I just mean like put, putting mods on him. You can probably get him close to 300 speed. And then he gains another, what, 100 speed? So you can have a 400 speed Darth Malgus. Um, I guess you can. Yeah. Uh, so, but the it's not just the stats that are insane on Malgus. It's my God, his kit is oh, no, well, ridiculously good. Yeah, that I mean, so, so I'm about to release a video uh, about paper cut <laughs> Ray, and yeah. the, I, I, it's just funny because I feel like I'm actually going to include a little blurb in it about Darth Malgus because I, I think, I think the CG on some level doesn't like the idea of being able to just like, you know. Uh, to be able to zerg uh, something down or at least maybe maybe they yeah. don't like dislike that idea that but they didn't want to have that happen to malgus specifically because because <laughs> one of his things is just like at the start of every fight he go he heals all the way up like he's right. completely per, yeah. you know full health and protection yeah it, it made me chuckle and he stacks 20 percent max health on his basics <laughs> um which right. oh my god but you're just stacking 20 percent health up to 100 percent. so at least there is an upper limit um after five basics he's doubled his health um then he inflicts on a special he inflicts blind and shock and if the character was already shocked and remember you're using them with darth revan bastila you shock mm -hmm. all enemies for two turns and inflict ability block. And that's how he taunts. Um, and then if you want to apply the Omicron, the debuffs can't be resisted and you deal true damage. Yeah, he he seems absurd to me. Like right. he seemed he, I felt like I was reading, and it's not it's not gonna be quite this level, but if it, it felt like a Galactic Legend kit a little bit, like reading it, I was like, everything about this is amazing. So yeah, maybe it will, maybe it won't be that inspiring once we actually get it on the table, but it'll be pretty damn good. I mean, they, they've done a good job of making all the Conquest characters very good in the place that they want them. Like Cyan of yeah. Django is still pretty good in Territory Wars, if you know, if underwhelming I mean, at the very, very top levels. 
well, not in Territory Wars. He's not in in GAC, maybe, but in Territory mm-hmm. Wars, I mean, he he forces he's forcing some of the top guilds in the game to completely change their defense sure. because he just max banners Lord Vader. Like, oh hi, this is that's a that's a cute team you have there. You know that that Maul Thrawn Darth Vader team that that's cute um they're dead nice i'll have to try that sometime uh, i'm one day i'll have enough omicrons to do it too to actually put one <laughs> put one on his unique and then i'll actually be able to use him in territory wars <laughs> uh, yeah but he i mean he's amazing in territory wars uh just not and they did not have build his kit to translate to um gac though I'll, that's, I'll that's the problem it is a problem. Yeah, because right now he's just the nuisance that always AOEs and steal your seer banners. Like that's I, that's his job. I've had a couple times that I've been very impressed with his amount of damage in 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 the current GAC for like yeah every once in a while. But but it's it's the same as like hey look uh it, it's like oh aren't you cute like hey guys Joe Lee got a kill like. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, cool!" Well, but everyone else could have done that so much faster and better. Yeah. So if you bring Fennec to clean up a Lord Vader, yeah, Boba's better than Zam because he he boosts Fennec's damage so much, and his That's basic true. legitimately does so much more damage when they don't have protection. And obviously, Lord Vader teams don't have protection ever. Um, so. The problem is you need Zam to get out in front of people. So he falls off that team in GAC. So, uh, but anyway, um, so this is, let me read out the lead of Darth Malgus because this is the, the kind of crazy part. And it's um, Sith Empire allies are immune to turn meter reduction. For each Sith Empire ally, ally at the start, Sith Empire allies have 10% crit chance, 10% max health, and plus 10 speed. So that's for each Sith Empire ally. Then the first time any other ally falls below 50% health, at the end of that turn, all enemies are inflicted with fear, which can't be dispelled, evaded, or resisted. That's all. Like what? (laughs) First time an ally falls below 50% health, all enemies are inflicted with fear. Yeah. No, it's it's really interesting. It makes me wonder makes me wonder if my gear 12 Sith assassin should just stay gear 12. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, she probably just gets one shot frankly, like at that at that right. point, but right. Um, but I talk about neutering troopers, right? Like that that right mm. there. You can't take troopers against them. There you go. That's um, a great point. Yep. And that's that. that's not even all of it because Malgus, with his lead, is immune to stun and fear, um, and he gives out stacks of what we call or they call we have returned, which is plus five percent crit damage and offense per stack. And that's not even the Omicron part of it. <laughs> that's a, but that's not all. <laughs> like the, the Omicron is 
Sith Empire allies then gain an additional 50% mastery, 30% or 30 speed, 80% crit avoidance, and and on top of that crit avoidance, damage they receive is reduced by 15%. And then whenever a Sith Empire ally is inflicted with a debuff, they recover 10% health and protection. And remember, you get ferocity from Darth Revan's moves, not his lead. Well, not just his lead. Um, so they're going to constantly be debuffed. And uh, then whatever doubt, which we didn't talk about, is dispelled on an enemy. That enemy is inflicted with exposed for two turns, can't be resisted. And when the enemies have doubt, they have minus 20% speed, minus 20% tenacity, and minus 30% crit damage. And, because obviously that's not enough, if all allies are Sith, Malgus gains an additional 50% max health, 50% max protection, additional 60 speed, and then, like you said, at the start of battle, Malgus recovers 100%, 100% health and protection. Like, this lead is four different abilities. Yeah, it just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. They they literally turned Darth Revan into a team healer with this lead <laughs> as well. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, poor old Darth Revan. He's like, man, I used to be so cool, and now... Now I'm, you know, I'm the water boy. <laughs> Brand at the start of battle, Malgus gives you the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, oh, that's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But the, God. And then his unique is absurd. Like, it's just, this kit is legitimately scary. Well, not not to mention, like, so here's... Here's the thing, it, like we're still we're still picking up things that Lord Vader and uh, you know Jedi Master Kenobi do, and and all the other Galactic Legends. Like every once in a while, I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow, okay, yeah. well that that's different than I had thought that that worked. Okay, you know, <laughs> uh, which you know that that's fine. Like I'm sure there are some people who are masters of those kits and absolutely know them real, back, back in front, but like. These enormous kits are just very difficult to fully, uh, you know, fully take in. And well, it's three months to try to learn it, right. but at the same time, I mean, there's only so much we can learn without actually going in and practicing. And then, uh, you know, the thing, the the really scary thing is what happens is you'll go into most fights and they'll all kind of look the same. And you're like, okay, so this interaction is really dominant. This one's really good. This one's really good. And you get into this habit, and then something weird will happen and you'll just lose and you'll be like what happened and, and then you look you have to go back in the kit and you're like oh oh that's oh, what happened damn <laughs> I, whoa that was crazy yeah yeah so i mean that so 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 expect that but I, i'm pretty confident he's going to be dominant the question is is he going to have another is he going to get another sith empire character to release with him yeah i honestly like, don't think he is um i mean maybe he does uh i i i honestly don't think that he's going to though a little sad that i just really okay so i i will you know upfront admit that if malgus if if he just is released no other sith empire he'll be the leader darth revan will probably join him but i'll have a little bit of sadness because 
very similar to how Cat goes with Kenobi, and I would really, I would really like to just use her on other teams sometimes. Uh, like, I, I just don't miss the Darth Revan Basti interactions because they're they're really strong still. I really like them. Yeah, well, I, I think the big thing with the Malgus kit is um, how often is he going to taunt, right? Because Malgus is a tank. I kind of think you need a double tank on this team, though. Because Malgus taunts with that one special ability. Mm-hmm. And if it's dispelled, like, you, you've completely lost your taunt. Yeah, um, just take Watt. You're good. <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, then he loses all of his abilities. Um, <laughs> it, it, so, yeah, I, I guess that's one thing I didn't follow through. Like, I, I'm... I did notice a few things where if everyone is Sith Empire on the team, but is that everything? Like how reliant on Sith Empire is he? Because uh, Darth Revan's just like, yeah, you lose some crit damage. It's not It's not Sith Empire. It's at Sith. It's just Sith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of his unique is, uh, where is it? If all allies were Sith at the start of the battle, um, Malgus taunts for two turns, and then that's when, whenever doubt expires, the enemy is inflicted with fear along with two other random enemies. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so that's that requires a full team of Sith, and then the the Malgus gaining an additional fifty percent max health protection and sixty speed at the beginning requires a full team of Sith as well. Okay. Oh yeah. So, well, yeah, you're you're losing a ton if you have them on a team that doesn't have Sith. I kind of like that they're restricting some of these teams a little bit. Actually, like originally, I was yeah. like, man, I wish everything was just plug and play and awesome. But honestly, like I I've really enjoyed the interactions of like all the various iterations of Iden uh, because <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, let's put all the potency on her, uh, but but Wampa can out tenacity her. So, so then it's like okay, she's gonna have to be on offense, or we could put her on defense with Tie Fighter Pilot. She loses some things, but not all things. And what really happens is she just gets kicked to the nuts by, um, as I as I realized what I just said, but um, she, <laughs> that team just gets kicked in the nuts by Bad Batch at that point. Um, but if you don't have Bad Batch, then that team is still really strong and. I don't know. It's more fun though to me that working within the range of that team because otherwise, I don't know. It, Watt, Watt is a joy to use. He really is. At the same time, in some ways, he's he makes the game almost untenable to create more teams because you're like, okay, well, how do we create? How do we make a team without Watt making it overpowered? Yeah. And if there's more characters like Watt out there then it becomes like trying to balance the game with all those plug and play awesome characters in mind makes would probably make the game very very difficult to you know create new kits yeah that's fair i i I do one of my one of the things i like the most about building teams is the synergy with each other so these kind of random hodgepodge teams kind of like they don't annoy me they don't irk me I'm glad they're in the game, but they're not my favorite teams, if that makes sense. 
Like I've, I've, one of the reasons I liked JTR Resistance so much is because they were built for each other. Like they were specifically built to all run together. And I, I found that a lot of fun. It's like how I find Mon Mothma fun, how they're just all, they're kind of built to be together. Um, so I'm glad they're doing that and we're moving away from the, like, a, what, what was that old Rex team? It was like Rex, Talzin, Wampa, something, something. I think GK and something else. It was like some absurd, like, team that had nothing to do with each other, but Rex made them go fast, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not ringing any... Well, but the, the idea, the idea of it is, is right. Like, well, and for a long time, that's what people said. Rex will never not be meta, like, because... Up to that point, like just that bonus turn meter that he gives, yeah. and that was it. That like that was before he even got any of his. Like they reworked him slightly and everything yeah. to make him better. Well, yeah, that was before gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but people were like, "Yeah, Rex lead. It's you know, it's elite." And it was it just that little bit of turn meter gain was was really nice. Um, and you're right; it, it led to yeah. the creation of some truly bizarre compositions. Which I mean, I like the build a bear kind of thing i've always really enjoyed just building a random team out of a hodgepodge but i I don't know you're right i like the synergy stuff as well yeah yeah um so the moral of this story is malgus good (laughs) uh so but i've already had people asking me we're three months out you can have three omicrons ready for them but i've already Mm -hmm. I've already had people asking me about which Omicrons you can not prioritize. I honestly think it's his unique that he doesn't want slash need. Um, Because so in his unique, he grants uh, two random enemies who didn't already have it or inflicted with doubt for two turns. You add the Omicron and it's, every enemy is inflicted with doubt for two turns. Uh, so it's two additional enemies are inflicted for two turns. So if I had to guess right now without ever playing with this character or seeing what team he fits into, if you're that worried about Omicrons, that's probably the one that you can skimp off of. Yeah. Th- if I had to guess. I, I'm not looking at the kit right now. I, I feel like the one that I was... So the, first off, they're all just A plus, anyways. But or may, maybe one of them's just an A or something. Uh, I was I was less interested in. I think there was a special, the, the special one, which it still uh, seemed really good. But. Well, yeah, because the special is doing true damage and gives them fifty percent turn meter too. Right. Uh, but the lead is a necessity. Yeah, it's like, like six star I, killer lead. That's. Or right. circular unique, yeah. Like, unique, yeah. It, yeah. It's I, like if you're not doing that, then you don't like GAC. Right. If you're not doing that, what are you doing with yourself? Why did you do conquests for this character? Um, right. But I would have at least two Omicron saved for him by then. You know, I plan on having three saved. I would at least have two saved for him by then. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think if you're in a position to, and 
I know we've had requests to actually not even talk about conquest because of how demoralizing it feels. Yeah. The the things like if you're in a position to get red crate or to uh, to unlock him by after three conquests, which you don't you need red crate once, I think. But uh, yeah. if you're if you're in a position to do that, you probably have the ability to save the omicrons as well by then. So to me, that doesn't seem like much of a stretch. Right. Yes, I agree. Yeah, because you're getting the Omicrons from Conquest as well. True. Um, and you get, what is it? It's four per week. So you're getting at least at least 12 per month. And we're three months away. You can have, you can have two of them saved up. Um, yeah. But, and, but anyway, um, we do have to talk a little bit about Conquest because we found out about it because it starts in two days <laughs> and it's how you get Malgus. Um, it's mean. That's, uh, the, I'll leave it at that. Uh, no, the, the feats are just, some of them aren't bad. It's not every feat that's awful, but um if you don't have Star Killer and you don't have Inquisitors, you're not getting Red Box. So you that's might, you might be able to. Well, not if, if you have full uh, level one Inquisitors, you're it's mathematically impossible. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah. So you you need some gear on Inquisitors to be able to right. get the the purge one. Like there's you have to inflict yeah. purge a certain amount of times, like three hundred. Right. If if you if you put some gear on Inquisitors and level up the abilities that give purge, you just get a frenzy disc. You use Watt, you go into the battle, you do a couple specials, you lose, the frenzy disc isn't consumed, you go and you do it again. I mean, that that purge one is going to be really goddamn annoying. Um but it's not, it's frankly not gonna be difficult. To get the purge feet. Uh you just need and the frenzy disc is like 15 burritos or whatever the, the stupid currency is. Uh when you find them at like the little traveling Java nodes. So it's boring as hell. It's gonna be grindy as hell. But it's not difficult to do. So if you really, if you really want that, you know, red box, you finish up your conquest. And then in the last four or five days, you just go to town doing the stupid purge feat. Like that's, so that's how you're going to have to get it done. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I, frankly, I mean, I don't really know how all the discs are going to play out and everything. And you and I will have on our main accounts, we'll have our inquisitors mostly built by the time this conquest yeah. is here anyways but so it won't be that big of a challenge to to do all the other inquisitor ones for us i know that's not right. the, the norm for people but um that you also have three months and all if you if <laughs> which is you know if people don't want to spend money that's that's also that's us that's absolutely a factor yeah. that i respect but uh, if if you do spend the ten dollars per month uh, on conquest to get the the bonus shards and everything uh i mean that's that's also an option <clears throat> um yeah yeah if if you just one red crate at the end for the number three that's all you need right if you spend in this game and let's say you only spend twenty dollars a month 
which there's a lot of people that do that, only spend like $20 a month. $10 for the Conquest Pass is probably the best deal you can do. Because like you said, it's it's one red crate and then it's uh, two gold crates after that. And you can skip 137 burritos worth of feats if you're only going for a gold crate. Um, so one thing I was talking to Sarah about, you know, she's super into Conquest and stuff, was if you don't want to spend it all, if, if you can get gold crate... Also, this is the, the extended plan, but if you get gold crate six times in a row, like that's six conquests, you still unlock yeah. him. Like that's that's the math of it. Like if you can get gold crate, which means you can drop a ton of the feats, like you don't need to do nearly as much, right. then, then you can still unlock him for free before he just disappears and you have to start spending crystals on him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but I do think looking at the feats we're gonna have to break out the gideon um geonosian feat or uh team because there is a defeat 50 enemies with geonosians in sector four which if you remember sector four most people geonosians are not going to be anywhere near fast enough or sturdy enough to handle that um they also they brought back the the specific teams that you need to do 40, get 40 wins with. Like it started off as doing two feats, doing 50 light side battles, 50 dark side battles. Then, then they went to, I forget what team it was, but you had to use specific teams and people flip the F out because that's what makes it super grindy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 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 we'll fix that. We'll fix that. They fixed it for the last set. And now here it is. You have to do, 40 wins with Old Republic, which the team doesn't even synergize with each other. You have four Jedi, you have Karth, Salbar, Mission. You don't have a full team that actually synergize with each other. And you have to do it 40 times. Essentially, you you just have to use the core of like Jedi, Revan, Jolie, and Basti, and then like Mission Zalbar to to just sit there and take damage right and so sarah i know that they don't have to live the problem is that it's a grindy af that you have to do 40 battles on a sector one node rather than just doing light side or dark side as you're going through conquest (laughs) like it's it's not that it's going to be hard it's just that it's going to be you have to do four battles a day with old republic and four battles a day with sith empire to finish in time yeah, I, I don't love that. I guess it, do we know what the data disks are going to be yet? Because if the disks are like more powerful they're, than normal, then they're not. No, <laughs> okay. they're adding four. according to the data mine, they're adding four disks and they didn't look like they're game breaking disks. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, my last conquest, I, I, I found I didn't really need it, but I didn't even get the thermal detonator one until like the very last yeah. node possible. I was like, oh, I genuinely thought they just removed this <laughs> from the thing. But oh. I was like, hey, I got the blue thermal detonator one that I don't need anymore. Cool. Right. That That's the other. Th- uh, we're not going to go on conquest rants, but I, when I was running two accounts, at w- one month, my alt was so much easier than my main because in sector one, I got like four great discs and I was set up for the rest of life. And then 
On the other account, I didn't get caustic emissions ever throughout the entire thing. And so when you're trying to build an Amplify Agony yeah. build and you don't get caustic emissions once, it was like, oh, God, this is what the struggle bus is like. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's there's a lot of people not happy. Um, I do think that you... The problem is you have to do every other feat. Like, let's say you do the purge feat and you still want the red box. Um, you're still going to have to win the Sector 5 mini boss with T3 surviving. You're going to have to win the Sector 3 mini boss. Well, that one's easy. But you're going to have to win the Sector 4 mini boss with Jedi Consular and Jedi Knight Guardian surviving. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you, you might be able to get that purge feat the other ones might take might take a little bit of work um or sector one boss when with talia night sister initiate and zalbar surviving like all three of them at the same time what, yeah. what the hell team are you using with talia night sister initiate and zalbar <laughs> well like what random crap is that like that that's not right. It's just like, here, pick some random characters. Like, Zalbar is actually pretty <laughs> widely geared at this point for a lot of, well, yeah. at least the people I face. Uh, well, really, like a lot of people, because you need him for the Malak unlock. So he's geared 12 anyways, most times. But, but like, Talia and Initiate, how, what interaction yeah. do they have with Zalbar? Like, why, what, usually they right. loosely tie these things to lore, but this, this seems a, like, Hey, we just thought we'd be pains in the asses real quick. Like, yeah. You're welcome. Right. Don't, no need to thank me. <laughs> though, uh, yeah. Though I will say, I will give them credit where credit is due. Um, the Sector 2 boss sounds like it could be really fun doing the Victor thing. Uh, so essentially, in the Sector 2 boss, there's I don't know if it's a battle modifier or disc or whatever it is. Um, they set up mini 1v1 battles at random. So you go in with five characters. The other team has five characters. And instead of working as a team, it's like these random mini 1v1 battles across the game or, or you know, across the battle. And then that that's going to be the node, which it's different. Like it, it I like that how like they're trying something different and it's kind of kind of a cool idea, kind of a little fun. Um, like I like I like that they tried that. It might when we when we play it, it might absolutely suck, but at least they're trying something different. And I you know they should get credit for that because that's that sounds different and interesting and not just a grindy. Let me do this node that I've done 122 times. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I like it when they try new things, even if it backfires. Like, I guess the the thing is, hopefully, we can trust them to actually back down. And they <laughs> that this last time, the thing that you said, what well, you know, like we, we were all like, "What the hell, man!" The forty kills with this specific yeah. team, like that was so grindy and awful. They're like, "You're right, that was grindy and awful. We won't do that anymore." And then they're like, "Oh, but what if we made it grindy and awful?" The next time right, right. <laughs> what if we made you want to hate your life right. um what if you we wanted to make uh, solo quit his alt but i <laughs> i mean 
let me tell you, we saw these feeds today and I was like, holy crap, I'm so glad I got rid of this account. <laughs> yeah. I would have I would have legitimately killed somebody. Realistically, what I would have done is gone for the gold box and just said, screw it. Um, and then maybe by the time the third one comes out, it would be, it would be, um, I would be ready for a red box, but there's, there's no way in hell I would even try this time. It's fair. Um, but that's not a me problem anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Sucker. Um, Uh, all right. So the last, the last bit of news is, uh, May the 4th is coming. Well, technically in two days for me, it's one day in 12 minutes. Um, so May the 4th, uh, they have, they have a whole lot going on and I probably should have pulled it up. I think actually maybe I did. Was I, was I that? No. Um, so they are actually doing something for May the 4th. We don't know what gifts they're giving. They gave they gave a hint out that said that there were going to be gifts, but they are giving out, um, well, they have discounts on packs. Like they have discounted crystals. The hyperdrive bundle is half price again. Uh, but if you don't spend money, you're still going to get something because there's double drops for May the 4th. And then there's free May the 4th calendars. And I'm trying to find what's in the calendars. And I don't have it pulled up. But um, the May the 4th calendars actually looked pretty decent. You you know, there's Omicrons in there. There was something else and something else. And I should have paid more attention, but I didn't. But so that's one of their ways of giving out free free things as well is hey here's a calendar i i've liked the calendars actually i've some of them are rotten deals but oh yeah i I wouldn't buy all of them (laughs) um god definitely not but if they're given i've liked the free calendars that they've given out because maybe it's just shard shop and some credits here or there you know a little something but it's nice. It's nice. Uh, it's a nice way to get you to come in um, to the game and get something for it. I'll be honest. I've I just haven't paid much attention to what they. Yeah, I just I, I just click. Okay, 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 and then move on. <laughs> I I just pulled up the calendar because I couldn't remember what was in the May bonus calendar, and it's basically two million credits, a bunch of omegas, and T three shards. Oh, okay. Yeah. T3. Um, oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's nothing It's nothing fantastic, but it's free shark shop currency, so I can't argue. I do hope that we get an actual gift and not the, just the calendars. <laughs> like if it's just the calendar, I'll be pretty damn disappointed. Um, I but think... If we had, yeah. I, I want them to give us Omicrons. Yes. Do you think I they'll give us a full one? Her. Um, oh, man, I really hope so. <laughs> I don't know if they will, though, because it's still the hot new thing. Five, yeah. five Omicrons, maybe. Ten, ten might be stretching it. I don't think they give us a full one, though. 
they used to give us a full Zeta. They backed off from that a little bit, but there were a couple of years in a row they gave us a full Zeta. Like they gave us the, like, they even gave us the Omegas to help us apply them. Right. Um, and, yeah, and that was I like so I, meaningful. I was like, oh, I should start an alt now so I can get that. That seems pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to get a full one. I would love it. I just, with the way that they've been operating recently, I don't think we get a full one. I think you're right. Uh, maybe some droid brains would be nice too. Oh, the droid brains are the Gerda computers. God, give me the give me the Gerda computers. Oh yeah, you're gonna um, earn the droid brains because you're in a good guild. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, the Gerda computers are just like oh balls. I really have to donate like all of my farming for like a. For like a year right. it feels like a year i know it's not but it's just like oh my gosh well so it's funny i've been buying in the you know the shard shop store um furnaces every time i see them so that they can go to the gerda computers and um then i looked at fifth brother's gear to get him to gear 13 and you know i still he's not seven stars and i'm not wailing on him but I'm trying to have his gear ready so that once we do get him to seven stars, I can get him to gear 13 immediately. And it's like, oh, look, that 112 furnaces that I had working towards these computers, well, 100 of them are going to Fifth Brother now. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> He's, they're all, they're all stupid expensive to gear these days. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, anyways, we our Inquisitor, the Inquisitor faction. I just, I hope the Grand Inquisitor is at least interesting for people who don't want to do territory wars. Right. Like they made Malgus very good in territory wars as well. Like the Omicrons and GAC mm -hmm. set him up above and beyond, but Malgus is going to be good in Grand Arena yeah. or in territory wars as well. Malgus will um, be like a mini GL in like he'll be he'll be as good as star killer for sure right yeah but in tw he's gonna be he's still gonna stop troopers in tw yeah he's he's like darth revan plus yeah um so i hope that that's what grand inquisitor's like like he's really damn good in territory wars and then in gac the inquisitors are still a really good faction maybe not like an a minus faction i'd be fine if they're like a b plus like a a cls level type of faction uh i'd be fine with that but make them make them actually usable yeah yep i, I hope i hope he's usable because right now sign of Django, my alt has him unlocked and he's just sitting at gear one <laughs> Oh, let me talk to the territory war leader in your guild. Sarah, make it happen. Um, Sarah no. doesn't care. <laughs> she probably no. does. Uh, <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to... Man, just my... I, I hate this. The I feel like I say this every episode. Uh, the, the split between modes. Like, it's... It truly is just a miserable way to do it. Um, well, because you want to play both of them, and it's it's tough. Right. Like you can't have Wampa because of territory war, essentially. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in, if I didn't have Wampa and then uh, the Omicrons applied in GAC too, I'd be like, oh, okay. I just have different G- I just have different Omicrons. That's cool. Um, but anyway, anyway. Uh, all right, that was that was all the news, and we didn't <laughs> didn't talk about five v five at all yet. Um, yeah, jeez. <laughs> oh man, and it's, God, normally normally this episode would be like our season wrap up type of thing, and we just <laughs> we just didn't. Um, but. Anyway, why don't we talk a little bit about how how this week went and how the how the season overall went for us? So yeah, Jareth, how did how did the week go for you? Um, let's see. So I started in what hundred and eleventh place, I think. So I was like, man, really want to get back to top fifty again because that that was that made me feel cool. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, you know, we've we've got four different CA members in my group, so that that means that I'd have to be incredibly lucky not to face any of them. Um, and and really, in the past, that's what like what's happened is I just face all three. Like all three matches are going to be against CA. Uh, my first match was not against someone from CA though. Uh, my first match was against someone in I forget the guild now. It's, a, it's something about triangles united or something like that. It's really strange, but. <laughs> Uh, a fan of my channel and everything and they placed five gls and i didn't place i didn't keep enough on offense and it, it ended up being this epic slugfest where i i think i probably took for for the top zone uh, to kill two of his gls plus a couple other good teams um i think i took a total of like 20 something attacks to get through there you know that includes burners but yeah. Lord. um anyways they one shot my entire board except for Ray in the back, which they couldn't clear, and I I cleared them for super ugly banners, so I won. Um, and, and then the next one, next one was against Dagger, um, and you know he's he's well known in the community. He's he's a good player, and um, he wasn't expecting my GL combo that I placed in the back. I I placed five GLs against him, which he wasn't expecting. And so I got the clear on him. He was ahead of me until, until the end where I clear, I finished, you know, completed the clear and he uh, couldn't. So I won that one as well. Um, then the final one was against the guy with the most GP in the entire game uh, right now. And, uh, you know, and also a very good player and, I was, it turned into a, a like a quasi-efficiency match. He actually one-shot one all my squads. He's failed a couple times on ships. I failed once on ships. But then, it, like, even if you take the fails out of the way, I, I ended up being more efficient than him, even though we had all Relic 7s and 8s and 9s everywhere with really good team comps, really, you know, way better mods than me. Um, I was able to leverage a few different things. And I won, I won by 51 points, I think, 51 banners. So... I ended up getting the group win, and now I'm number 39, and 3v3 is not going to be kind to me. So, uh, but I feel cool. So that's that's something. Um, that's all that matters. Yeah. And so, like overall, I, I ended up going nine and three, and you know, one of my best seasons I'll probably ever have, <laughs> realistically speaking. 
So yeah, yeah that, it was it was a good season for me. Uh, what, how about you, Solo? How was your that final week? Uh, it was interesting. I don't know. I'll be honest. I, I'm just kind of burning out, uh, which is why I gave up the alt at the beginning of the week because I was kind of burning out. Um, my defense though was consistent. People scored within five, like all three opponents scored within five points of each other. Um, so my defense was very consistent, which I was actually really happy about because two of those opponents didn't have a loss at all on the board and still scored below 1800. So my defense did exactly what I wanted it to. Um, round one, I made the mistake of listening to chat. Part of it was I was, it was up against a BAM team and I was like, you know, my bounty hunters are going to work, but I'm going to have to use Mando weed to do it. Uh, which I've done at least a dozen times before. I've done it in Territory War. I've done it in Grand Arena before. You just use Mando lead and it's a little bit different. Um, and chat's like, oh, use Qui-Gon, use Qui-Gon. You can use Qui-Gon for this. And I was like, they, ju they just kill Qui-Gon and then, you know, you nuke them all and you win. And I was like, ah, screw it. Let's try it. <laughs> and then I tried it and it lost. Um, and so I ended up losing and I was like, yeah, screw it. I don't, really don't care. Um, and so then I went into the next round. I kind of just let my defenses carry over because I was done with it. Um, <laughs> Alto's right there. <laughs> uh, but it was fight night and it was really fun because he attacked first and he got, he got a really good score for the defense that he placed down. And so, cause he got a 1799 and we had to, Oh, and he had a Jedi master Kenobi in the back. And so he got, he's the one that got a 1799 and without a drop. Um, so I, I opened up the back zone. He had Jedi master Kenobi there. I took Lord Vader against it and I was five seconds from winning, but timed out against him. So I had a drop and, mm -hmm. you know, we had to min max essentially other battles and end up winning, which is, nice. <laughs> which was nice. And then, uh, last night against hens i kind of so hens is one of your good friends i've faced him before he's a very good player um oh yeah it's very good i kind of just let my defenses roll over again and so last night was the farewell tour for my alt account so i ran the alt account on stream and then i finished that at like one o'clock in the morning i was like well crap i don't have time to do gac <laughs> uh, tomorrow during the day so at one o'clock in the morning i was speed running my my gac and he has an extremely fast supreme leader kylo that somehow somehow just destroyed my jedi knight revan and i went back and watched the video and like i played it exactly the same as i always play uh, my fight against supreme leader kylo i just could never target hux and part of it was an ability block didn't land once. Like I just didn't land an ability block on Supreme Leader Kylo. And mm -hmm. so 
I lost that battle with Huck still standing, unfortunately. So then I had to send Geos in to kill Huck's. And then I was able to clean up the Lone Supreme Leader Kylo. And unfortunately, uh, he lost once, I lost twice, and I lost by nine banners. Um, and if I had scouted him, I probably would have known that Supreme Leader Kylo was back there and could have planned for it better. Because I was in the front zone. Um, he had a Ray team, and I was like, oh, do I Lord Vader this or do I sith eternal this and so i was like "Ah, i'll just i'll just lord vader it because that comp is fun and so i lord vadered it for his ray for 64 banners which that was fun and then i got to the back if i had known supreme leader kylo was going to be back there i would have just sith eternal the ray and you know kylo would have destroyed his supreme leader kylo but alas um that did not happen so now now I'm ready for 3v3. I'm actually, so I was burnt out on 5v5 because I think five seasons in a row is just too much. I'm ready. I'm ready for a quick, a quick change. Um, yeah. For something different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hear you. I, I've been enjoying 5v5 just because I've been finding more and more success in it and getting momentum. But yeah, I hear you, man. That's, I'm good. Good with trying to yeah. get get something new. You know, three v three will be, yeah. And that's that's the true value of three v three. Like you learn the kits. You there's there's good things to be found. But I, right. I think my favorite. You know, I I just like I I do love that it varies the gameplay up. You know, so yeah, yeah, man. Um, you do you know what hands failed on on you with? uh cl his cls failed on my gas yeah jeez, it's miserable <laughs> man i mean to be fair i put before the season i put a lot of work into modding that cls team or that gas team as well to be as anti-cls as possible nice. and you know i gave relics extra relics to fives and all that fun stuff so i'm glad i'm glad that modding paid off because <laughs> I think he I think only two people total this entire season used CLS against gas and one of them lost. <laughs> 50% win rate, I'll take that. <laughs> so, so, at least my modding was used. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, all right. So that was that was the end the end of the 3B or 5v5 season. Yep, and now 3v3 is going to be madness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of 3v3, would you be surprised that the podcast questions are 3v3 focused? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not, the, our, our fans, have all, have, uh, they've trained me never to be surprised with the random <laughs> stuff they ask, so. <laughs> uh, but, but that would make sense. What so... Uh, 3v3 is coming up. What do you see the best place for Maul? Offense or defense and with what team? Oh, geez. Um, Maul seems, I don't know, on the surface. So I know you've you've strongly interjected that we've we've had two, like one or two weeks that we got to play against Maul in 3v3. And I guess I, I don't I don't think that that was enough to really find his place. I 
I tend to think he's going to be pretty good on offense on defense. It seems like you could probably get around his stuff. Like on defense, he either needs a really fast droidica or he needs Watt. And that seems the, the fast droidica. I don't know if I'm willing to, to put that good of speed mods on for just one specific team uh, that can then get just Han and Chewied anyways. Um, on offense, it seems like you could find a better place for him. So if I had to guess, it'd be offense, but uh, I'd listen to suggestions otherwise. What about you? Uh, I I fully I fully plan on him going on offense. So the team's going to be Maul, Droidica, Candorous. Uh, and I may have gotten my Droidica even faster today, thanks to the mod slicing. So now my Droidica is at 386 speed, um, which yeah. there's not going to be much on defense that is going to challenge that. Now, I will say that the one kind of negative about three, well, the one negative about this team in 3v3 is you don't have bow. So you're not going to finish with full banners for it, but it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be hard to take out. Um, You know, if you're used, if the player is using it on offense. And the reason, the main reason I want to use it on offense is, if you want to take out Jedi Master Kenobi with Lord Vader, you want Maul there. So it's going to be one of those situations where you have you have Maul for his own team, or if you need, or if Lord Vader needs the extra support, you can just kind of throw Maul there. It's kind of a you know being flexible idea. One of those with our powers combined, kind of right? Because. Moments. Yeah, because if you use um, Maul with Lord Vader, then you still have a Bo Candy team. Sure. Um, one thing I'll point out, if you want to go that route um, with Droidica and everything, you're also going to have to speed up Candorous potentially, because right now he's benefiting from everyone hitting uh, with that assist on the AoE from Maul, but now he's the only one who's going to be hitting, and he'll gain way less turn meter. Yeah, but he's also still bugged, so there's that. Sure, but uh, even his bug isn't going to get him yeah. fast enough against certain teams. So, yeah, it depends on the team. I mean, you're going to find a place to use Maul uh, on offense <laughs> because there's 15 teams. Like, there's just people, there's still going to be people placing, maybe not in the top 100 or even the top 150, but there's still going to be people placing like a Finn team on defense. Um, Oh, yeah. There, that'll be some garbage week one as well, for sure. Right. Right. Uh, but, you know, Lord Vader against Jedi Master Kenobi when you have Maul is also really damn clean. So uh, it should be, you know, uh, that's how I am planning on using them. And Frodo is talking a big game, Prime Force. You're going to allow that? Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next 3v3 question. As 3v3, we'll see more Jedi teams on defense. Um, do you think you're going to be using Inquisitors on offense? And we kind of uh, touched on this, but... You said you expect to. I Honestly, I don't know the kids well enough yet. Um, oh. uh, we just haven't seen them in 3v3. I, they, they could be yeah. either. I, if if we see Shakti and two clones, I fully expect I'm going to try to use Inquisitors. Yeah, even if it ends up not being the best thing to use, like it, yeah, they they have these kits that are 
that are specifically meant to go against some of these Jedi. Oh. I mean, and that, that's that's the other thing we didn't talk about. The Inquisitors got buffed this week. Oh, they did. They got the uniques. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're extra um, uniques, bonus uniques. So, yeah, we should probably just mention that um, since sure. we didn't earlier. Um, not only did Fifth Brother come out, but every every um, Inquisitor got a new unique. By the way, it's a completely new ability. So even if you had their abilities leveled up, make sure you level up this new ability. Um, and the the new abilities are actually really some of them are really fun. Um, like Fifth Brother, whenever fifth brother uses a special ability it also dispels stun on all allies um and so this is tying back to conquest if an enemy attacks out of turn and damages fifth brother they gain a stack of purge um or where's ninth ninth sister is whenever this character loses taunt she gains taunt again for one turn if the enemy has purge, which with this team, an enemy should have purge. And whenever an enemy damages her with an attack while attacking out of turn, again, they stack more purge. Like these uniques are how you're going to get to 300 um, stacks of purge because every one of them is about applying purge as well as doing something else. Yeah, well, I've been saying for a long time, like, we need something more with Purge, because right now it's just, like, this distraction, almost. Yeah. Like, and Okay, cool. Some some random, like, cancel signs over people's heads. That's cool. Right. And so the uniques also all... This is how they get their turn meter manipulation, because if all allies are inquisitorious and they specifically put in there a minimum of three of them. Um, so it'll work in three V three. The character has gained 20% max health protection and potency. So imagine that on ninth sister. And then whenever a purge is consumed or dispelled on an enemy, the character gains 3% turn meter. So each inquisitor is going to gain 3% turn meter. They're stacking purge left and right. Um, yeah, the whole team's gonna just going to be really fast. Right. And the whole team base speed is just really fast. Like Three of the five can easily get over 300 speed with just like a plus 110 set, which end game is <laughs> yeah. your leftover mods, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could do that pretty easy. It's like, well, if I, if I focus a little bit, we could even put like a specialized arrow on instead of just right. a speed arrow. So. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so their their kit changes really changed because, <laughs> and my favorite part was, uh, like they announced these kit changes, um, and nobody has these uniques, right? Uh, because GAC had already started after they announced the kit changes. But the thing is, the uniques show up in game, just people hadn't leveled them up, and yeah. everyone's like, ah, these inquisitors still suck, and it's like, yeah, that's because you've fought last week's inquisitors not the updated ones <laughs> uh, granted the tartan lead inquisitors mean nothing with these no. kids because all allies have to be inquisitor right well so uh, yeah i was talking about it i was like oh yeah this will be cool like we're gonna see what these abilities do at, the, at level one but then yeah. but then no like they that actually doesn't 
Though they did right. count in terms of it probably gave TIE Interceptor a little boost in damage. Yeah, you know, that's one thing that somebody mentioned to me and that I just completely forgot to look at. Um, like how his stats changed. But it, it's a new yeah. ability, so it <clears throat> would improve his stats. Um, all right. Last question is also about Inquisitors. Oh, okay. Um uh, do you think fifth brother lead will elevate inquisitors to counter gas? And I don't think he's there for gas. Um, I think his lead is for shock key. And quite frankly, I think grand inquisitor is going to kind of determine what this team beats. I think so. I mean, he's, yeah, it'll be interesting. Maybe in three V three, a weak general skywalker team with 501st yeah i uh, maybe i mean it, things surprise me all the time like the first time i saw the mon mothma team with k2 and cassian killing general grievous teams like that surprised the hell out of me that, that was that was a genuine like wow they do that or or even nice sisters versus grievous I mean, basically everything versus Grievous surprises me when it works. But, um, <laughs> but, but like Night Sisters, I would have bet good money that they couldn't do that. I'm like, man, they just die. They're so frail. But it makes right. sense once you actually like break it all down and stuff. And so, may, maybe, but it does. Yeah, it doesn't really seem that likely, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um... Hmm. Prime wants to know what our best Gar comp in 3v3 is. Uh, Gauntlet, TIE Bomber, and Vader. <laughs> so ships, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Desperation mode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like oh. Gar, ISC, and you know, like <laughs> Sabine, I guess. <laughs> oh, um. So actually, there was one more late podcast question, just it's conquest related. And we already kind of talked about that it's, the red box isn't impossible to get. Um, but do you see this whole inquisitorious feat and, you know, needing so many affecting people that uh, buy the conquest passes? And uh, I'll, I asked you the last couple so i'll start off and the answer is no it's going to get people to buy more of them because then you can get the gold box <laughs> like, um and still still be in line um sure so yeah yeah i, I mean i've always wondered that about conquest is like how much harder can they actually make it before they break start breaking people and stuff ah, well we're about to find out <laughs> right well like it, it almost has to get a little bit harder like yeah or and they it makes sense that they would be pushing their new cool stuff in it I, this seems a little early frankly this this makes me think that we're not going to get like we're not going to be able to unlock Inqu grand inquisitor without wailing out on fifth brother that's that that's what makes me think like oh 100 they're, they're kind of just saying all right, guys, Grand Inquisitor, not for it. Like Inqui Inquisition in general, if you don't have them, 
spend some money. If you don't spend money, you can't play every single corner of the game. You know, like you can yeah. play most of it. You can still engage, but don't expect the very highest everything. And I have mixed feelings about that. So, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. But uh, well, you know, the one thing I will say is the the thing about EA is that there is an analyst for everything when it comes to purchasing trends and all that stuff and you know if you don't like something speak with your wallet because they're watching now the question is will everybody else also speak with their wallet or just kind of go go about their own things but um if if this conquest if conquest one does not go well for them and the bean counters say, hey, we're like, you know, a million dollars under projection. What's going on? You'll see changes. If you don't see changes, it's because they hit their projections or were at least close to it. Yep. Yep. And that's that. Yeah. I mean, and we've, we've said this, uh, at least I've said it a few times of just like for a long time now of, of like, I don't think the community knows what's actually good for the game. I think that it doesn't feel great sometimes what they're doing, but they've been pretty successful and they're the ones with the data, not us. Like they're doing things right. to try to make money and they've been very successful at it for six years. Like they've kept the game alive and they've come out with good kits and, you know, like the game is still very playable. Um, I don't know. It, we could still absolutely get frustrated with things. It doesn't feel fun, uh, you know, maybe, and maybe this is a step in the wrong direction, uh, you know, yeah. any given step, I think at the end of the day, you know, we should maybe just take that as into consideration too, of they're, they're making decisions that they think are, you know, the player base is reasonably going to accept on some level because, you know, right. because of reasons. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. Plus, we haven't even played it yet. Maybe it's not as bad as we think it is. There might be some mitigating factor we're overlooking. We'll find out <laughs> in, in uh, what, about 36 hours. Um, damn it. Uh, all right. So that's all the podcast questions. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk about the alts. How did, how did Professor X do uh, this, this week and this um. season? I don't actually, I think, I think he might've gone six and six, maybe um, my last, I started off really strong this season. And then I was like, within two matches of getting into Kyber one on professor X and the season did show a lot of growth for that account, but I, I did not scout at all. And it really showed. So my last week I went, <laughs> oh, and three, like I, I thought I would won my last one, but the guy ended up being just a little more efficient, unfortunately. Um, and but but the thing the the common theme was well i don't even know like i it's hard for me to to think all the way all the way back a whole month but <laughs> but i i know for a fact there were at least two weeks where the only options were someone with five galactic legends or six 
against me <laughs> and and i only had one and a half galactic legends this whole like i had kenobi without the ult and now he's got the ult and everything and we yeah so I, I, had, I had some cool moments this week i killed lord vader with fennec lead bounty hunters a couple times because she's finally reliced. um uh, you know and and they're like relic eight and nine lord vaders like it was you know it was kind of so it was mildly impressive considering like i've i've like a gear 12 zam just like stashed in the corner you know like please don't hit her kind of thing and yeah yeah so i had some cool moments we got maul this season we got kenobi up and running so cool stuff but didn't translate to a ton of success yet also uh, professor x it did okay um hopefully we'll get more momentum go moving forward ships is going to be a really big factor for that as well though um what about liam yeah how'd liam do uh, I think I went eight and four. I kind of signed out of the account for the last time before I wrote down how I did this week. Uh, <laughs> mm. um, I can tell you, I, I ended up actually losing the last match um, because, God, I, I my Supreme Leader Kylo timed out against the Lord Vader. And then afterwards, I looked at the Lord Vader and he had like 340K health and protection. Um, and I just timed out against him. I ran into the problem and this is the Supreme Leader Kylo Cheese problem of when Watt survives, he becomes so time consuming because you have to you have to click on somebody to cleanse on his basic. And it takes like an extra second for every one of his turns. And it doesn't sound like a lot. But when you have a four and a half minute fight, Watt's probably taken 30 turns and there's your extra 30 seconds to time out. And it's like, oh, Damn it, I just timed out. <laughs> How did this happen? Um, but I hate ding that. dong, Liam is gone. Um, no, I'll miss him. That's, that's kind yeah. of sad, sad day for me, a little bit, and in a selfish way, of course. Like, you know, I want you to be, <laughs> want you to do what's good for you, but you know, yeah. still a little sad on my end. I, I am definitely going to miss running the account, and I'm actually. I'm really happy with where the account grew. There's no way in hell I could have done these two conquests. Like it, it just not, I don't have it in me to do these two conquests. Um, and even, uh, even before I knew it was, even if it was a repeat of the last conquest, like it was so much work the last three months to get the tie interceptor at red box gold box gold box um it was just so much work to do it i it was time to let it go and it was amazing today and i know today was a light day in game to begin with but like i was barely in game all day and i still got everything done that i needed to do including running 15 battles testing against Shadow master kenobi and cat in arena for 3v3 and I was yeah. like, wow, I still barely touched the game. I can't wait. Uh, you know, every every Sunday, the my phone gives me a report on how much of a life I don't have and, like, how much your screen time has increased or decreased. I can't wait to see the actual numbers of how much time my screen time decreased this week from dropping Liam. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, and, and I mean, it's it's 
you know, just just another opportunity for me to say a huge say, thanks to Sarah and Sim for you know helping me run my my alts because I just yes one or both would have been deleted by now if if these guys hadn't helped me. So you know, huge huge shout out to both of them, of course, as as always. I try to try to shout them out every stream that I'm using those accounts. So you know, yeah, fair, um, yeah. So my my alt is in a better place now. It is is found its rightful resting spot. Um, ironically, my alt is now in the TW gauntlet when I never had it there. <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh. Um, that is funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so that that's about my alt. How did uh, Prevail Man do? Oh, so he's at 4 million GP now. So he can actually oh. do hard mode on Conquest, which um, is probably realistically, I mean, I, I won't ask Sim to do that much on it still. I mean, I think this week I went ended up going two and one maybe. Oh yeah, my first one, I uh, I did Paper Cut Ray. Um, and like they had ray uh, on defense and basically nothing else it was a ray and prey uh, but i don't uh, that account doesn't have anything that counters gls really so so i, I was able to paper cut her down and then cls just finished her off and i ended up getting the win um you know the full clear win and that that was fancy and then uh the, the next match was against a huge account i think we just ran out of steam i think i, I blundered a couple times and that was it i mean at, at that level it's it's just like the teams that we have to, uh, that i have to face are just crazy like the third the third match was uh i i i'm at four million gp he's at seven million gp and so all the teams that i faced were fully relicked and you know had decent mods and everything and somehow i still managed to get through and like he just doesn't like ships apparently so like he full cleared my squads. I full cleared his squads a little more efficiently than him. But then he just ran, put random hodgepodge in fleets. It's like negotiator with Thai bomber and, uh, you know, like Sith fighter and Millennium Falcon, you know, just total weirdness. And so I just walked through his fleets and won. So I think I went two and one this, this week. Um, you know, I've, I've 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 taken a step back in terms of like I, I don't want I actively don't want to be in a rhodium one in a position <laughs> where I can I'm accidentally win one extra and I'm like oh now I'm in Kyber and I'm screwed yeah right <laughs> so I, I'm like if I lose I'm kind of happy about it in a way like of course I'm going to try to win but uh, you know yeah hey making the really good lemonade out of the the lemons of a loss. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, well, that actually helped us. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that account is pretty silly. It is a silly place. I should probably have a GL by now, but I'm not nowhere close. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it's a good, okay season for, I probably about six and six this for that account too. I'm not actually sure. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, six and six is just fine. That's that's way more crystals than either of my accounts were getting, like either of my alt accounts were getting from, from Marina. So yeah, no complaints. That's a huge, huge amount of extra crystals that I'm just randomly getting now. So we're doing the yeah. same things. That's that's definitely fair. Um all right, so 
that brings us into what we've done this week to improve our account. Um, since you just talked, I guess I can go first. Okay. So B1 is now R7, and I remodded him in 6E, all of his offense primary mods, to get his offense over 10K, which that's a lot of fun. Um, we don't have 5v5 now, so it's probably less important. But <laughs> yeah, when maybe. next 5v5, when it's going up against Star Killers, I think I, I, think I increased, because he was only R5 before that, so I increased his physical damage by 2K. Um, Substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I got eighth brother to R5 because, you know, all of them need to be at R5. And then, like I said earlier, I, I was farming gear for the fifth brother so that once I eventually get him to seven stars, he can just go straight to G13. Nice. Um, and then preview of this week it's all about the sith trio and putting more relics on them because they are going to be vital in 3v3 yeah relic seven on them man it's gonna be really good like i think the sith trio should beat Iden in 3v3 just straight up uh you i would hope so yeah i mean yeah. i didn't i didn't would be ludicrous like if you know Right. She's one of the teams that, as the team expands, it gets more and more deadly. Like, yes. I, I actually expect to keep Aiden on offense most of the time um, because she's still going to kill a lot of things as well. Um, and then just be Treyer or Wampa food on defense. So I think I'm going to keep Aiden, but my, my guess is a lot of people are going to place her on defense. And since I don't have Wampa, Citrio, you're getting relics. Yep, fair enough. Um, so what what this week were you focusing on? Um, I didn't do much. I think I've been hoarding my gear a little bit. Uh, what, what did I do? I mean, yeah, almost nothing. I mean, I, I think... I think my second sister wasn't at Relic 5 yet, so I got her there. Um, and otherwise, otherwise, yeah, the fifth brother was released, so I got him up to gear 11. Um, I've been pre-crafting his gear, just getting ready to, you know, because we're eventually going to have to wail out on him. for. Yes. And actually, yeah. uh, you did this, and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Um, the I, I got him to five stars, or like yeah. I wailed out to five stars on him because then I could get, I could get those five extra Omicrons. Yeah, man, those five Omicron. Uh, so that's, <laughs> you get the character to five stars and you get the Omicrons rather than buying that $40 pack for like three Omicrons. Yeah, yeah, it was it was not, not a bad deal. So yeah. um, I still don't have seventh sister. I, I, was, I was very lazy in farming her up. So she's still at 80 out of 100. Uh, eighth brother is 48 out of 100. But I mean, yeah. Shard shard shop for the weekly shop will increase or will get will get me there right. instantly. I really think we get the Grand Inquisitor announcement tomorrow. Or well, it's tomorrow for me because it's after midnight. Uh, but on Wednesday. On May the fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, I think probably. we get the kit, the kit and the announcement of when his event starts. Um, I don't think the event starts on May the fourth, to be clear. Yeah, it could be. I, I wouldn't be surprised, frankly. I, well, I, I would only be surprised because they like to announce the kits 
at least one to two weeks beforehand. Uh, so I would be a little surprised. Like, not, it wouldn't be shocked, I guess you could say. But I do think that they'll announce the kit first. That's fair. I honestly, if I had to bet, I would say that the event starts on May the 4th. If, like, if I was a, because they've already announced the character himself and that to me that's yeah. the that's the vital component that they announced beforehand but you're right like maybe the kit they usually announce it a couple of days beforehand you're right so um yeah i also am hoping for that to be true um that we're not sure. getting them yet i do i don't know what they're gonna do because man to release them when fifth brother isn't even soft available is I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> not a fan of what? Sorry. If they release if they release Grand Inquisitor before Fifth Brother is available to Soft Whale on. I mean, I I think they are going to, but you're right. I think I wouldn't be a fan of that either. Yeah, well, I think they probably are too, which is why why it's making me not happy. Um <laughs> But, and, you know, anyway, anyway, we don't need to start talking about what's, I just finished. Mm -hmm. um, that is, um, yeah, we don't need to talk about that until, I, it, until and unless it actually happens. <laughs> um, yeah, so with that said, I'm going to ask just a random question of do you, what do you think, or do you think there's any, going to be any surprises announced tomorrow? Or again, May, May the, the 4th. 4th. It's, to, it's tomorrow for me, not for you. Uh, do you think May the 4th, there's only going to be any surprise announcements? Oh, like a, a big, you know, like here's a new yeah, game mode or something. Yeah. I, I don't expect a new game mode, but do you think there's going to be something? um i really don't know i my i don't really want one frankly I, I want it to be more like you know it's for the players like you know give, give us some cool loot give us you know and then they'll i i, I kind of think that that that's a, the cynical part of me is gonna is like they're going to dress up the announcement for grand inquisitor uh, as like Hey, this is for you players. Hooray, the event is available. <laughs> and all it requires is you to spend a ton of money in order to get these characters unlocked. But hey, yeah. it's for you, you know, like you deserve it. <laughs> kind of <laughs> Congrats. <thing. laughs> like, you've you've earned it. You you should feel good about this player base. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of what I feel like is gonna happen, but whether or not that is. So yeah, I feel like that's gonna be their big announcement, but I think we're going to get the um, Inquisitor Assault Battle announced as well. Do you think we're going to get a new Assault Battle, or do you think that's going to be territory? Uh, or do you think we're, they're just going to slap it onto uh, the Shadows one? The, no, the they, they said that it's going to be a new one in one of oh. their posts. Yeah, it's going to be brand new Assault Battle, which I am I am all for, by the way. If they want to add more Assault Battles, I am all for it. Um, Sure. Well, because they have the, the sim button. So now if we if we right. solve it, do it then, once, yeah. do it once, get three stars, and then I can sim it in the future. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, wonderful. Um, 
But it, it, it would be good, like, one-day content, and then sim it so it doesn't get boring. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm good with it. I, I'll, it feels surprising that they're even adding a new Assault Battle. It's been years. It, it, it has been. And I think we get the Proving Grounds, too. Sure. Um, Which I is think irrelevant that, for us, but yeah. Uh, right, yes. Completely irrelevant for us, but there are a lot of people that, you know, don't have these characters yet. I think I looked it up, and there's cats everywhere, but it's still like 100,000 when there's 400,000 active players. So, <laughs> you know, Proving Grounds will be highly relevant for others. Right. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see how May the May the 4th treats us. Just a couple days away. Yeah. Uh, actually, I lied. It's There's 73,000 cats out there and over 400,000 active players. So that's a large chunk that don't have her. Um, but like you said, it's completely useless for us. I wish they would let us do it once just to see what it was like. Like, even if you don't give me rewards, just. So what yeah. is this game mode? <laughs> yeah, just give us zero rewards. That, that would be fine, though. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll have to get footage from my Prevail Man account. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So that's that's probably good for today because we're going to spend a lot of time talking about 3v3 on Friday night. Uh, which is the perfect segue into the plug for Gambit Roundtable on Friday night. Um, Heck yeah. It's the best stream, best stream of the month. And there's a lot, a lot to talk about. So let me, um, <laughs> uh, let me throw out there, guys, get your podcast questions in early this week because a lot of our podcast questions come on the day of the podcast. Cast, uh, which will be too late for the Gambit Roundtable. So get a lot of your questions in early on the Discord server this week. If you have them about 3v3, you know we're going to be talking about 3v3. So um, and maybe we come up with something fun to do, like another draft or something with 3v3 teams. Yeah, that might be fun. Yeah. Um, but get the Gambit Roundtable on Conquest. Get out. Just... Yeah. Get out. Um, <laughs> oh, and um, Prime. So we're actually talking about bringing Kilo and Calvin on at a different time and doing whose kit is it anyway. Uh, yep. But not probably not for the round table. Right. Probably not the round table. Not this time, at least. But yeah, yeah. we'll get them on. Yep. Uh, and with that said, uh, that's that's probably a time to call it a do. I think so. Um, gosh, there's so much happening right now. For a, for a six-year-old game, this get it, it's been very, very busy. Yeah, right. That's completely true. Um, yeah. So yeah, why don't we call it a night and or a day or a podcast or whatever it is? Um, remember, guys, that uh, evil sucks. Yeah, and don't be dicks. And have a good one. Later.